This is a HeadGum Podcast. You or Jayla? Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Olivia Munn in the newsroom. No. Why does it have to be like this? What? Because you're a nerd and I'm a nerd and you make nerds look bad. No, I make nerds look good. <laughs> that was so rude to me. Did you hear her say, I make nerds look good? Ugh, I don't want to hear that. I feel like we were, we've moved past this. Why is this still trolling me? I just YouTubed uh, Olivia Munn, Sloan Sabbath, and I found some good stuff. Ugh, I feel like we left this behind. Although a lot of listeners were suggesting really good Munner Wilds, hashtag Munner Wilds. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, I want to say I feel very vindicated that someone else used my Olivia Wilde on the OC. Yeah, that one other person, and then one other person was like, "Oh, I also watched the newsroom." So props to you for two things that happened. Thank you. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> props from you. Um, but there were very, very good Munner Wilds. I don't know if you got to take a look. There was one that involved, uh. Olivia Munn was Psylocke in X-Men Apocalypse, making her an X-Munn. Get it? She's an X-Munn. That's, that's pretty good, yeah. That's pretty, pretty good. Um, and then a lot of people were just like, Olivia Munn's Asian, which we didn't really mention. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't mention that. Um, true, true, true. Um, also, but Olivia Wilde. it doesn't Wild, help. There's no, like, mnemonic device there. True, but Olivia... Okay, so Olivia Wilde um, is vegan, so she wouldn't eat any wild animals, said Simon Lazark. Shout out. Yeah, that's him. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you for all your contributions. Now we know. I mean, we don't know. We, we don't know. <laughs> you don't know either. None of us know. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers sometimes thinks he's dating Olivia Wilde. So, and then the same goes for Jason Sudeikis, right? Probably. But you didn't. He's the, he's extremely famous athlete, very well known. <laughs> but when you met him, you didn't know who he was. No, I had no idea. When I met him, I. Um, I said, so, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, I play football. I go, cool, what college? He's like, oh, no, I play professional. I go, cool, what, uh, what position? He's like, quarterback, cool. Um, okay, so, Lindsay, you were at the uh, Women's March in D.C. I was at the one in New York City. I that did not true. see any famous people. I didn't see any, anyone. I saw one. I okay. saw Rose McGowan. Oh, that's a... That's good. A, a shaved head Rose McGowan, um, who is like unmistakable in her look. If you mm-hmm. know what she looks like, uh, she has gotten. She doesn't maybe look. She maybe doesn't look like what she looks like familiar, but you know that it's somebody who is. Okay, what I'm trying to say, she's had a lot of plastic surgery. She okay. looks. Yeah, I was like, what are you dancing around, Lindsay? <laughs> Anyways, I feel like most of the who's were in D.C. and L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. uh LA, had a, LA apparently had a bigger turnout than New York. Somebody sent in a spotting of Bella Thorne, who posted all over her Instagram. Oh, so she, those. Bella Thorne was definitely there. Good form Bella to Thorne Bella was Thorne. was there. Good form. Zendaya was there. Um, Zendaya was there. That's true. I had a sign true. that no one else had. Are you shocked? It said, free Tiffany. People mm-hmm. were kind of into it, also confused, which is like the typical response to jokes that I make. So that was fun. I saw a lot of free Melania's in New York. 
I saw very I saw no references to Tiffany. Yeah, well, zero. Well, no one knows who she is, so I was really standing. Hey, strong. Tiffany, uh, make tell your dad to make like a bird and fly away, right? Because of her hit song, "Like a Bird." Do you get Tiffany's it? Tiffany signs weren't just they just really weren't um, a part of the messaging for this march. Which you know what I understand. I understand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Totally, totally makes sense. I get it. Um, I get it. Who were some of the other who's I saw? I saw a photo of um, there was a roundup of like, oh, famous people who went to the march. And one of the people they used, I think it was on the Daily Mail. I'm looking at the screenshot I took. Yeah, that's definitely Daily Mail. Halsey. Halsey was there. And I just found it personally very rude that this selfie of Halsey's that was on her Instagram was captioned, uh, history has its eyes on you. Singer Halsey 22 took to Instagram and posted a snapshot at a rally with a group of friends. And no one's identified because they're all who's except Hari Neff is in the front. And I feel like... So is Troy Sylvan. Well, he he looks like Troy Sylvan, but I can't... It's I, Troy Sivan. I thought it was. Are we certain that's Troy Sivan? I'm like 99% sure they were all hanging out. Okay. Well, I don't know who the guy on the right is, but I mean, Daily Mail should know who Hari Neff is, right? Daily Mail, come on, is putting in about 20% effort here. <laughs> Hari Neff is, is totally in their wheelhouse, though. Like, she's not that famous. They had a lot of people Model. to identify. They had to identify a lot of people this weekend. You I know, guess. they were like on a roll. Um, The other funny thing about who's at Inog, uh, at not inauguration. Um, well, one who at the inauguration I thought was funny. I'll tell you about that in a second. But who's at the Women's March I thought was really funny was because a lot of celebrities were posting photos from there of signs and da-da-da. And then you had, like, celebrities and who celebrities who were posting, like, other people's photos and, like, stock <laughs> photos and being like, I stand with the women. Like, hashtag right, girl. solidarity. It's like, everyone knows. That's, like, shady. Like, that's shady. Just you go. Know? Like, Spokane had a march. Just go. Come on. You couldn't be anywhere. Even Sundance, they, like, went out in the snow and, like, walked down a street. There was a march in Antarctica. Right? Did you see there was a march in Antarctica? There was a march like in Antarctica. Penguins and one guy or something? No, it was, like, I guess it was scientists who were there, but there were there was a march there. Like, yeah. And Come on. They could have found something. What were you doing? You saw Blake Lively showed up. Yeah, well, I was. It was funny. I was making a joke on the bus back where um, Us Weekly, anytime any of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants talk to oh each other God. or get <sighs> together or hang out or mention each other or look at each other, the Us Weekly has a nervous breakdown because <laughs> they cannot deal with the friendship. Like they're the Sisterhood so... is real. <laughs> but to be fair, the Sisterhood is thirsty for that coverage because they also like I guess. they use the Sisterhood terminology and they're like. They want to be covered for no, that. No, I mean, what and they're they actual friends, which I appreciate, yeah. but it's just funny because they must do well traffic-wise because any time they talk to each other or they're photographed together, well, Us Weekly bends over backwards, even if it's only two of them or three of them or any amount of them. Well, I'm always freak clicking. out. I know. I always well, click. Also, somebody on the, on the bus with mentioned that it was nice that Blake Lively, even though she's friends with Taylor Swift, is also friends with Amber Tamlin. So she kind of like has lots of influences. She's got mm-hmm. one from either side, you know, because mm-hmm. as we all know, Taylor Swift is not the most politically charged person. Yeah, uh, she was not there. Well, she, she tweeted like, good job. Everyone was like, uh. Who were the other who's that didn't show up that were that were like. Great job, ladies. Oh, like, I mean, march I, caught, on. I, I caught a few, but one of my faves was um, Haley Duff posted an Instagram, <laughs> not even of the march, but just of a sign, like a random, like <laughs> like chic sign that said, like, 
um, girls just want to have fundamental rights, which was a big, that was a very popular trend. Like uh-huh. that sign was everywhere. I don't know if you saw, but that sign was yeah. everywhere. And so she just posted an Instagram that was kind of just like that vibe. And it was just like, but it wasn't even a sign. Women's March, hashtag. Uh, it was a, know? it was like a sandwich board. It wasn't even a protest it was, sign. It was awful. And there are balloons awful. above it. And then the, the, the one that you found of Rosie Huntington Whitley. Yeah. Yeah. That was Kim Kardashian's Instagram. Kim took a sign from God knows where. She, you know, she screenshotted it. She filtered it 25,000 fucking times. And then Instagram dent was like, uh, hashtag women's march, hashtag, well, she's, yeah. She loves filtering lately. That's very, her. that's her aesthetic right now. I just feel like if some of the most famous women and celebrities were out there. Rihanna can, was there. You can get out there too. You, what do you, like, get out of here. I'm sorry. I just, it makes me mad because it wasn't a security issue. Did you see the, um, there was a, there was a really, there was an interesting interview with um, Mindy Kaling, or it wasn't even that interesting. It was just funny. She had a good anecdote about filming Ocean's 8, where she yeah. was like, I'm famous. And like, I, when I would be out with Anne Hathaway, like, we are famous and we get, um, people get a, give attention to us because we're famous. But she's like, when Rihanna's around, it's like, we don't even exist. Oh my God. And she was like, international pop star famous is a completely different level from movie star famous. Right. She was like, I'm invisible compared to Rihanna. Is that yeah. what she said? And yeah. so, but it's like, if Rihanna can go to the New York City march on Fifth Avenue with hundreds of thousands of people, Rosie Huntington Whitley can go out there. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, but I mean, even Jason Kim, Statham, even what? Kim could have gotten. I, I just, I'm mad. I'm a little mad because I feel like a lot of people kind of put up some kind of Instagram photo and hashtag themselves to death and just didn't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. could have, you know, done whatever. Anyways, a lot of people did. The other funny thing is, I mentioned a who that was inauguration, uh, who cracked me up. I don't know if you saw any of Jill Zarin's um, coverage this weekend. Did you see any I, of this? I did not see any of this. Okay, I so feel like I saw someone mention that Jill Zarin had done something and I was, was like, me. scroll past. <laughs> it was me. Um, do you know who Jill Zarin is? She's Real Housewife of New York. Former? Yes, she's one of like the OG New York uh, housewives. Is she still on it? Isn't she not on it? She's not on it anymore. No, that she is left. she the one who always tweets to people. She's like, "I'm Jill Zarin from Real Housewives." <laughs> like, yes. wasn't she trying to get Hamilton tickets because she was real yes. Jill Zarin? Yes. yes. Okay. So, so <laughs> speaking of like basically that type of behavior, Jill Zarin Instagrams um, an invitation to the inauguration um, on her Instagram, and she's like, "I'm an American, and like I'm going. Like I- I'm so glad to be invited." It was very like think it was it was really weird that A, she was invited. So she goes, and of course she takes one of those private jets that's sponsored, the like Jet Smarter. So she's like on the jet, the it's app. like hashtag yeah. Jet Smarter. So every step of this trip is uh, sponsored promo. or yeah. promo. Um, and then she's there and she's taking all these <laughs> pictures and it's disgusting. And she's with Marla Maples, her old friend and da da da. And then this great Washington Post article comes out and it's called, uh, let's see, Washington Post, the headline is Inaugural Balls, the Good, the Bad and the American Carnage of last night's parties very good headline also so mm-hmm. of course you know three quarters of the way down um somebody's at the party's kind of live uh writing about what was happening and this is the this is what somebody wrote ready mm-hmm. over on the red carpet a woman with a plunging neckline swan uh, towards the photographers who did not recognize her pictures anyone she called out i'm jill jill zarin <laughs> hmm nope name doesn't ring a bell oh wait jill zarin from real housewives of new york way back when how have you been jill were you at the inauguration with the family she said meaning the trumps oh. and now i'm going to the liberty ball 
We told her that tickets are apparently hard to get. Oh, really? She said breezily. I've got four. After fretting about getting a cab, she reached into her purse, pulled out a pair of Skechers, and walked. Oh, my <laughs> God. Can you oh deal? My God. I know. That was great. Oh, that's I good. Know. So good, right? That's really good. Shout out to like everyone who had, who was involved with this party report because that's basically <laughs> what it was. Monica Hess and Dan Zach, props to you. And Jill Zarin, hope you had a fucking great time at the inauguration, you garbage I'm, can woman. <laughs> garbage can woman. Being fired from the housewives was not a surprise at all to me. This is what nobody knows. This is really the truth. One night, I was just, I think I took a sleeping pill. And I typed out an email to my producer and three out of the five housewives. And I said, I'm leaving the show. And I want to, you know, leave on a high. I'm in a good place right now. But I never sent that email to Bravo. I kind of got cold feet the next day. And I said, oh, that was stupid. I shouldn't have sent that email out. So when I got the phone call from my production company, I knew. You know when you have a sixth sense? And I shed a few tears because when anything ends, it seems so final. I honestly have no idea really why I was fired. Anyways, great weekend. <laughs> oh, great. Um, so speaking of the the Trumps or Oof. our new president, also, Oof. by the way, I asked my Alexa who the president was just to like make it a reality, like a horrifying reality. And hearing Alexa say the president is, is Donald J. Trump is a like a harrowing experience. It's like it's going through it is like rough. Wait, can I try it? Yeah, say Alexa, who's the president? Alexa, who's the president? The U.S. president is Donald Trump. No! (laughs) Isn't isn't it like horrifying? It's really bad. So speaking of Trump, Trump has his new uh, press secretary, who is this guy named Sean Spicer. And he's currently, like, he's already, he's already created one of the first uh, viral memes of the Trump administration. And it is because he was, he had a press conference yesterday i guess or was it friday it was yesterday but it wasn't really a press conference it was just him scolding the press so he comes out in his like ill-fitting suit and he immediately starts scolding the press for um misreporting the numbers or doing what he says is a misreporting of the numbers which were by the way like 3.5 million low 4.5 million high estimate throughout the country yeah, I'm sure you've heard about this. And like then that that's the reason Kelly and Connie went on Meet the Press. And then uh, what's his name was like, why did Sean Spicer say these things? And she was like, oh, he, it wasn't a lie. It was they weren't falsehoods. They were alternative facts. Right. OK, so he's in the news. So immediately because he's in the news, everyone is writing things about like, who the hell is Sean Spicer? Five things to know about Sean Spicer. Uh... But they're not. But the one that is very strange was in The Hollywood Reporter. So it's what? kind of strange to see, A, who is this person in The Hollywood Reporter, reporter, but B, a political story in The Hollywood Reporter. He, so they do this five things, and immediately I click. It's really underwhelming. These are the five things. One, his wife worked in the White House during the Bush administration and was also a television news producer. And boring, not about him. Two, he criticized Trump's comments about Senator John McCain. Boring. Three, he criticized Trump's comments about Mexicans. B- boring. Also should have been combined with number two. Four, he thinks CNN's Jim Acosta owes Trump an apology. What are these facts? Five, he's a member of the Navy Reserve and has a master's degree in national security and strategic studies from Naval War College. Right? This is so boring. Are you asleep? I'm sorry for doing this for you. I'm so bored. But because I was bored, I was like, well, there has to be something interesting about this guy. Right? And so I spent a 
large chunk of the afternoon today looking no, through old tweets of his. And Lindsay, I found 13 interesting things about Thir- Sean Spicer. 13? 13. And they're all based on his old tweets. Okay. I'm going to go kind of at random. There's one that I want to end with, which is sort of the punchline. So I'm just going to go. I'm just going to so go. So I'm just saying, like, Bobby literally did this today. Hollywood reporters should really shut the fuck up and leave the five things, ten things need to know to us. Like, this is our business. This is <laughs> not us your weekly. business. Yeah, Us Weekly would have done a way us better job. Us Weekly would have done a great job. They would have dug the tweets as well. Come on. Here we go. Okay. One of his favorite things in New York is nuts for nuts. <laughs> if you're not from New York... um. <laughs> If you're not from New York, you may not know this, but there are little stands called Nuts for Nuts all over the city. You are it's particularly in the winter where they're just roasting nuts in like That's a why delicious New York city soupy. smells like garbage and nuts. <laughs> and nuts, but cinnamon nuts. Anyway, it smells really good. They're gross, um, but the smell's very good. The smell's delicious. Wait, what's the tweet? One of my fave things in NYC, Nuts for Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm okay. telling you, he has some good tweets. This is in okay, September good. 2013. Great, great, great. Um, number two. He loves to cook. He loves to cook. Lindsay, you want to see a couple of his um, delicious, delicious meals? No. Yeah. Yes. Click yes. those two links. Disgusting. <laughs> Hot off the grill. Hope you aren't allergic to awesomeness. Picture of big what is that, pile Lindsay? of mush, maybe a burger with like fart shit on it and like peppers maybe but also like disgust. Three likes. Three likes. He's three got likes. Three likes. Three likes. Now wait. Click on the next one. Okay, what else is he cooking up? Let's see. Clicking here. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's a cast iron pan with literally a pile of cheese vomit with like pieces yeah. of like chunks of shit. One like. And it's the woman, I guess, whose recipe it was. He tweeted at her and goes, okay, Lynn Smith TV, how did I do? And she wrote, looks perfect. Looks perfect. He wrote, I love that so much. Number three. Disgusting. Thank you. He likes anime. That's interesting, right? He posted a photo three years ago, almost four years ago, of him at Katsukon. Um, he said, best Katsukon ever. Um, and he talked he talked about anime a couple times. So Love he loves it. anime. He loves anime. Um, this number, is very, this is this interesting. Number four, he takes his coffee with cream and two Splendas. Ooh. And the reason Ooh. I know that is because he ordered two coffees and he said, make that two. Cream, two Splendas at my Wait, desk. this was a tweet? It was a tweet from 2011. <laughs> wow. He was, he, was, he was retweeting someone named um, Dave Almassi. Okay. And that person tweeted, need coffee now. <laughs> and he said, make that too. Cream, two Splenda at my desk. So would you say you have something in common with Sean Spicer? I have Spicer? something in common with Sean Spicer. You both yeah, love I Java. Both love I um, hate Splenda and coffee though. So that's the thing. I hate Splenda. Um, here's... Something else. Um, this is actually three facts, but let's just combine them into one. Okay. Um, he's Irish. He drinks, and he likes people. You want to know why? Click that link. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So he's tweeting at Ryan Lizza, who is a New Yorker writer. Oh, okay. Cool. This was in 2015. Um. Uh, he tweeted something about who cares and Ryan Lizza wrote Sean relax buddy it's Saturday night go have a drink or smoke a joint or spend some time with your family and then Sean wrote Ryan we're not buddies I know what day it is I had a drink and am with my family four drugs are illegal 
Sean, you're a fucking nerd. And then Ryan goes, you seem like a lot of fun. I think we should be buddies. And then Sean wrote, I'm Irish. I drink and I like people. And then Ryan wrote, same. <laughs> so what a what That's an amazing passive aggressive banter these two. Yeah, had. it's really something. Um, so next up, I have no idea what number we're on. So let's just say. I, I don't mean, know, we've already five. like outdone the Hollywood Reporter in every way. Uh, it's insane. I learned a lot. Number, let's say, let's say five. Let's say six. He loves Tasty Kebab, which I guess is a brand of kebab. And I know this because in October 20th, 2011, he looked outside his, he said, waiting in line at Tasty Kebab. The truck was outside my window and I couldn't resist. And then maybe 20 (laughs) minutes later, he goes, it was my first Tasty Kebab and it was awesome. Highly recommend it if they park outside your window, (laughs) which I guess is a food truck in DC. I don't, Um, okay, great. Okay. Let's say number seven. He really likes tweeting about food. Yeah, these are all he about seems food. To like, he seems to like McRibs because he tweeted on October 24, 2011, the McRib is back. We can't wait. Okay, these are just, give me something, give me something meaty okay. and not food. Okay, okay, okay. Not food. What? Here we go. This is, okay, okay so I'm going around. So I looked through, I scrolled through his entire YouTube account. I'm, I'm so sorry. <clears throat> he was a communication director for the for the RNC for apparently a, a, a decent chunk of time, a couple okay. years. Okay. Um, and so as communications director, he had a YouTube channel. He still has it. No. Um, that he updates regularly. And no. it's filled with all of his press appearances. So if he's ever on like Meet the Press, if he's ever on MSNBC or Fox News, he puts the clip on his YouTube channel. So like okay. that's actually a pretty decent use of the internet, right? So are you saying he's a YouTube so celebrity? S- he's not a YouTube celebrity. He has like 600 subscribers. He vlo- so he's I'm a blogger. Scrolling, I'm scrolling. Oh. Okay. Through all of his all of his videos, uh-huh. and uh-huh. smashed between literally dozens of his appearances as a talking head. It's like dozens of talking head, then this video, then dozens more. Is okay. this, and I think you should click on it. It's just a personal video that he took. Should I sound on? Sound on, yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, what is this? <laughs> He uploaded a video that he took at, I think, the 2013 Latin Grammys, and it's Pitbull, (laughs) flanked by very sexy dancers. What? It has, wait, it has seven views? So that means you were... Two of them are me. (laughs) So you were five and six, and and I'm seven. When I clicked on it, it said four. Anyway, interesting. My other, so here's, here's another, here's a good one. He really liked, this is an actual fact. So one of my guests says he likes Pitbull, whatever. Um... He likes making casual celebrity references. So I'm going to read you a few of his tweets. Same. One of them. Here's one. Okay. Fun fact. Tom and Katie were together last time POTUS took questions from the White House press corps. I think this is in 2012. What? Like shading him for not taking press questions at press conferences. Another one. He loves this kebab truck. I love it. (laughs) I tweeted about the kebab truck and now there's a huge line. I have Lady Gaga-like powers. What? (laughs) And then he goes... What a way to end the week. The Democrats and Hillary Clinton attacking New York Times. It's like watching Kim Kardashian attack Kourtney Kardashian. <laughs> Wait, I don't get that one. I I guess like... It, oh, because they're the same? Because they're on the same side. It's like fighting someone on your team. Um, he's like calling New York Times a liberal rag. Okay, here we go. Cover of Us Weekly says Lamar kicks Chloe out. Can't say I'm following close, but I think Lamar shouldn't be kicking anyone out. Like just casual commentary on Lamar. Wait, who... <laughs> <clears throat> And then listen at this one, save the best for last. Who had it worse today? Hillary Clinton for her plummeting poll numbers or Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj for their Twitter fight? 
Um, Do you think he like Googled like celebrity news so he could like find what was happening? No, because Lindsay, this segues into my uh, second favorite fact, which is (sighs) he was at one time and may still be a subscriber to Us Weekly. Are you kidding me? Sean Spicer subscribes to Us Weekly. Click that. I'm mad now. So distasteful. It's spelled distasteful. He can't spell. It's in his. It's in his Twitter bio. He can't spell. It's spelled like insane, though. This is not (laughs) how even close. Distasteful. So distasteful. Dot dot dot, or just two dots. Us Weekly asks if I want to renew my subscription on the very dark day Kim K and Chris split. Dot dot dot. What am I supposed to say? Mm -hmm. And then what? Click on that. Uh, How do I? That was in 2011, and this one's from 2015, and he's still subscribing. I gotta retweet this one into us week into Who Weekly's account. Wait, what? I just clicked on the same one again. Hold on. So this one's 2015, four years later. Finally able to catch up on some important reading. So sorry to hear about troubles of Ben and Jen. Hashtag <laughs> prayers. And it's a him on the beach reading Us Weekly, and it's Ben and Jen's crisis fighting for their marriage. <laughs> he loves Us Weekly. I love that. That's a good fact. I um, hate him, but this <clears throat> is some really bullshit. Yeah. So really bullshit. My favorite fact, my favorite fact is what? He's not he's not a stan of the song Pretty Girls. All around the world, pretty girls. Wipe the floor with all the boys. Pour the drinks, bring the noise. Cuz he tweeted um it looks like in 2014, 2015, when is this? Let's get this right. 2015. Yeah, make sure you get this right. I've seen some really bad lip syncing, but the BBMA's performance by Iggy Azalea and Britney Spears was worse than Ashley Simpson on SNL. (laughs) So to me, it seems like that just reads to me that he does not stand for pretty girls. Because if you stand for pretty girls, you would love that performance. No one stands for pretty girls. Well, neither does Sean Spicer. I'm just saying that's a fact. There were some photos of him with Garth Brooks that I thought were cool. We don't have to talk about that. He makes a mean omelet. He once tweeted, if omelet making becomes an Olympic sport, I can like metal. Anyway, that's enough about Sean Spicer. I just thought we could have done a better job. And so I tasked myself to do a better job. And I think I did. Wow, you really freaking did a better job. Uh. (laughs) No one has ever done a better job than what you just did with this uh, person who I knew nothing about. And now I know that he like is a lot like us. No, he's not like us. He's trash. No, he's and trash. we're cool. Lindsay, what's what's next on this? Oh, my God. How can we even follow that up? Let's just, like, move on from politics. Because, you know what? I've had a lot this weekend. There is a new Hadid in the house. He's always been in the house. Yeah, but no one's ever... Yeah, he's, like, in his bedroom with the door closed. But now he's coming out. And that is none other than Anwar. Anwar Hadid. Anwar Hadid. Son of a... Model? Is he a model? He's technically a model. He's a model in the way Haley Baldwin is a model. To be fair, uh, Amina of Who Dat fame, and also Call Your Girlfriend fame, and also Hooligan, uh, Who Weekly Facebook page fame, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she has always threatened us that Anwar is going to have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like for watch out She's for like, Anwar. No, yeah, wait, just wait, because Anwar's coming. Like, <laughs> trust me, Anwar's like gonna, is, is gonna have his, is gonna have his day. So and it Anwar's might be first moment is that he is dating a fellow Who. Uh, if you remember, we talked about her a while ago. Her name mm-hmm. is Nicola Peltz, and she is that very, very rich actress slash model. <laughs> very, very rich. Her dad's a billionaire. Yeah. 
We talked about this. There was another fact about her that I kind of, that we didn't include that people really were into that I'm now trying to remember. But anyways. Is it the Bella Thorne fact? Are they like friends or something? Remember when Bella Thorne said that there was a mean girl in Hollywood? Oh yeah, it was her. To? Yeah, this was it. It's that was it. probably her. I mean, obviously Bella never confirmed this. A lot of But for of a people... while, people people couldn't figure it out because they thought they were going too high up the, the, the food chain. They were thinking like famous people. But then they realized, no, it's on Bella's level. And right. people sort of could all but confirmed that this mean girl in Hollywood who Bella Thorne hates and goes out of her way to not talk to is Nicola Peltz. So they're dating, um, which I don't know, makes sense in the way that all of these young relationships make sense. Once again, I find it very strange when 17 year olds are dating 20 somethings. It just really is weird to me. Like mm-hmm. when Kylie dated Tyga, this is, you know, sort of a, is a gender swapped version of this, but it's still strange. Find someone in your 20s, Nicola. I know that I mean, five years isn't much and 17 is legal, but find someone in your 20s. But maybe um, maybe she knew that Anwar was going to have a moment. She wanted to be there. Yeah, maybe. I liked, I liked this detail in the Daily Mail article. He wore two different shoes, one black and white shoe, and the second, a red, black, and white shoe. <laughs> and it's like, okay. <laughs> Daily Mail's like, doesn't have much to say about Anwar. They're just really grasping at straws. I mean, there's, um, you know, two facts, right? He's the son of, he's the son of uh, Yolanda. He's the brother of Gigi and Bella. That's it. Those That's are the facts. It. And That's he has it. lime. And he has lime. He has lime. He has lime. Wait, he has lime also? He has lime. They all have lime. But I think Gigi's the one who lucked out, or was it Bella? Two of the three children have lime. I think I think uh, Bella has lime and Gigi does not. <laughs> okay. Should we confirm or just like, eh, no. let it be? Let's let it be. Facts don't matter. Um, speaking of new relationships, Diego Luna of Rogue One fame, and also like, He's been in shit since E2 Mama Tambien and also probably before that, but that's the first time I ever saw him in anything. Diego Luna is dating Bradley Cooper's ex, Suki Waterhouse, who we mentioned a lot last week, probably more than we should have you ever mean mentioned. The singer Suki of number 1000 hit on the Billboard charts, Brutally? I cannot believe you remember the name of that song. Oh my God, are you kidding? I'll never forget it. This Daily Mail article sort of grossed me out because it had a picture of Diego with his hand down the back of Suki's shorts. Yeah, like on her um, And the bed. reason and I know that is that it says, as they stopped to look at a historic feature because they're on vacation, Diego slipped his hand down the back of Suki's shorts where she placed, while she placed her arm across his shoulders. Wait, and there's a picture of his hand down her shorts. It's really kind of gross. What was um, what was the historical feature they were looking at? <laughs> Did they not say? Uh, they were somewhere in Mexico. Uh, Mexico, but I don't know what the historical feature was. Oh, they're it in Tulum. Like, it was like a wall. It was yeah, a wall. They're, they're in Tulum. Is that all we have to say about Diego? We, I love Diego. I I feel like Suki. I'm I'm indifferent to Suki. I respect Suki. I mean, you got to respect anyone who's who was with Bradley Cooper for an extended amount of time. That's true. Suki's been uh, doing a service, you could say, for quite for for a while. It's it's good that Suki has found you know love or or something. Um, I I whatever. I will say uh, Diego has been super charming in his uh, Star Wars Rogue One uh, promo, like mm-hmm. press tour that he's been doing. The the um, did we talk about this? The Jabba the Hutt touching situation. 
We didn't talk about that, but we could we could play the clip of that over here. It's so cute. He keeps telling. I mean, when you do these press tours, you end up getting asked the same question 45,000 times. I mean, I think it's really exhausting and kind of gives you dysphoria because mm-hmm. you're sitting on a chair and they're cycling in reporters and they're all asking you literally the same question. And so you're giving the same answer. What's and you have funny, to be charming every you time. You have to be charming and you have to pretend like it's the first time you're saying it. or you Because otherwise crazy. it's like Diego was in a pissy mood when he right. spoke to Access Hollywood's Mario Lopez or whatever. Or like when he spoke to Access Bollywood's Gario Gropez. You know, like it could be just someone from some random. Or just like a random thing. Yeah, or like it could be some German reporter that you've never heard of. And you're right, that's usually worse whenever it's a random. Because it's like, oh, he just didn't respect it because it wasn't. It's never Mario Lopez. It's always some random like person from Switzerland who is doing, you know, who's doing it for like Channel 12. 12 or something which I don't even know what that is but the point is is that so Diego um, Luna has been every time he is asked like I don't even know the question he's asked but it's like a a similar Mm -hmm. question every time he says that the one thing he wants is he wants to touch Jabba the Hutt he just wants to touch Jabba the Hutt Jabba come on touching his you know like his belly like oh I'm so tempted Jabba I want to touch Jabba I know it sounds gross but uh... Might be delicious. Yaba. I, I've always wanted to touch him. I, like the texture of Yaba is something I, I need to discover. My favorite Diego Luna movie was the much underappreciated Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights. Oh my Nights. god, he was in Dirty Dancing 2 Havana Nights. Isn't that a fantastic Shit. movie? Come on. Come on. I mean, I wouldn't call it fantastic, but Come it's on. good. It's good. Anyways, he's done probably better movies than that, but like that's the one that's my favorite. I can't lie. Yeah, he was in um I was I oh I just I'm looking through his his uh filmography. He was in Milk. You saw Milk. Yes. He was Milk's like one of his boyfriends, um, who kills himself. He very was sad. in uh the Katy Perry music video, The One That Got Away. Very important, oh, iconic video short oh, from two thousand eleven. Oh, the one that got away, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> my my um, examples are like for tr- trash people. Yes. Um, let's see. A lot of celebrities and who celebrities are in Sundance right now. So if you're seeing kind of these rando indie actors in your feed, just an FYI, there's a Sundance happening that always happens this time of year. They wear like uh, winter hats and they pose for photos. And there's a lot of movies you've never heard of and might never hear of again is kind of how Sundance works in my mind sometimes. You know? Mm-hmm. So... This is pretty fucked up. Like, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's not very fucked up, particularly considering um, the bigger issues and politics and specifically the Women's March compared to the Women's March. It's not. Um, but it's it's fucked up nonetheless. So there's this uh, young thug and Travis Scott song called Pick Up the Phone. Came out last year. Whatever. So they a remix uh, was released this year. Um, and Trey Songs is in it. So Trey Songs recorded this remix with Fabulous and... It's had a video that came out last week. The video is sort of, it's like a party. It's showing the footage of a party. Um, and there's a line in the song uh, that goes, I'm palming her pussy like Kiki, which is a disgusting lyric, but the lyric exists. So I'm implying palming... that Kiki is bisexual or gay or is that? Well, no, I that... think it's just, it's just a play on words. I'm palming her pussy like Kiki, like Kiki Palmer. So Trey Songs wanted her to be in the video. So she's in the video. So in the moment he's saying that lyric, she's on the couch taking a selfie or something. Okay. So this video comes out and she's in it for five seconds. Kiki sees the video and is pissed off because she never gave permission for herself to be in the video. She never uh-huh. consented uh-huh. to be in the video and said that she was secretly filmed. 
or that she, it's not really unclear if she's accusing him of secretly filming her or filming her and then putting her in the video without permission. But basically, she says that she's known Trey Songs forever. I watched her whole, she put it on Instagram, this long um, storytelling session, several beats, right? Yes. It's like if very Kiki long. Kiki is nothing but loquacious. She loves to uh, clear the air. Yeah, so it's this very long story. She's like, I was invited to this party while I was in Miami for New Year's, and I love Trey songs. We've known each other since we were kids. We've always had the same agent, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, I'm going to go to his party with, like, my friends, and we go to the party, and it's great until suddenly it's kind of weird, and they start – she's a little drunk. She's like, I'm under the influence and I'm, as the day as the night goes on, and they start asking her to be in this video, and she's like, no. And she says that she keeps saying no. And apparently they got so intense about the questioning that she called an Uber. But the Uber was going to take so long. The two was going to take a long time. And she didn't want to stay out in the uh, common area. So she <sighs> hid in the closet. I love her. She, this is shitty. It's really fucked up. So she hides in the closet for this Uber to come. He apparently knows that she's in the closet because she accuses him of like, you knew I was in the closet and you knew I was uncomfortable and you still put me in the thing. So she gets mad. The video uh, is still up, and Trey Songs has since um, responded and basically called her a liar and was like, you knew that we, you were being recorded. There were lights. There were cameras. Um, how dare you not just text me or call me? I'm not going to you know, participate in this drama. You can just like call me or text me if you want to sort this out. But like, that's so rude of you to put this like out in public, mm-hmm. and nothing has really come of it. This is awful. Poor Kiki. That's But sucks. the last... I know. It's really... I mean, it is fucked up. So, like, again, in the grand scheme of things, there's a reason why this is sort of getting buried in the celebrity news. But, that, I mean, a, a, filming someone without their permission and putting them in a video is sort of fucked up. It is fucked um, up, especially because they're friends. But, um, yeah, and I think that's sort of the saddest part about it. But I also put in this the top comment on the YouTube video right now. is just, anybody else here from Kiki Palmer's rant? And there's, like, a billion responses. And they're like, yep, me, plus one. I'm here <sighs> because of Kiki Palmer's rant. So, of course, then there are the obvious accusations of, like, she's just doing this um, as a publicity stunt so that people watch the video, blah, blah, blah. But it's the end. Oh, fuck Trey songs. The end. Um, we just know. You love Kiki. Um, I love Kiki. I really love Kiki. Before we get to uh, Rita Ora, we have this disgusting quick story to tell you all. Um, it's really gross. It's so fucking gross. It's dis- it, it's honestly disgusting. These these two are really problematic. Um, On two levels, though. Let you talk about the first level, and I'll talk about what made me even matter. Well, equally mad. I'm assuming I know what I'm talking about, but Julianne Huff and her freaky brother well freaky julianne huff and her freaky brother Derek up went to nina dobrev's birthday party number one that's funny that's funny but what's gross is that it was a la la land themed birthday party and julianne huff and Derek huff according to us weekly and this photo of them dressed up as emma stone and ryan gosling's characters they no, dressed thanks. up as the romantic leads no. it's disgusting no no. Would you ever, Lindsay, would you ever go to a party with your brother and dress up like? I don't have that relationship with my brother. It's so rude for you to like. Well, us. of course. No, that's what I'm saying. Ew. You wouldn't. Never. No. I'm sorry. It never crosses these two's mind that these two, that they're dressing up as like an in love couple. As a, as, as two people in a movie care, as in, in a movie that well, you know what kind of made, sex. You know what made me mad? The thing that pissed me off. And I, what? I texted you this. It's Nina Dobrev's birthday. It's her birthday party. She is the birthday person. Oh, and yeah. these two fucking assholes show up <laughs> as the stars of the movie that it's her theme? No, I'm sorry. Nina Dobrev is Emma Stone from La La Land. She is the birthday girl. It's her birthday. You don't get to be the star. I'm sorry. 
You no. can just be like in a in a primary color, like you're in the background of a of one of the songs. You could be the person who gets out of the car in the beginning and like dances on the car. You can be, <laughs> be a, a friend. Car. Be a car. Be you traffic. Be Dress up friend. as traffic. You could be John Legend. I don't know. Maybe not a great you could idea be for you. Damien Chazelle. You could both be Damien Chazelle. You could go as Jazz. I don't know. This is a stupid fucking movie. Who would have a birthday party that's themed La La Land? Nina Dobrev. <laughs> I would have said that without knowing this, but uh, even though I do know Gross. it, I keep saying All right. that Nina Dobrev. I'm done with the story. It's disgusting. And I don't want to hear anything about it ever again. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? So not much, uh, aside from, you know, her running gig. Uh, the one thing that kind of was announced is that Rita has a shocking, shockingly, Rita has a song on the Fifty Shades soundtrack. I love it. It's called Kiss Me, and no, it's not a cover of uh, Sixpence None the Richer. I mm-hmm. have not heard it. So actually, I can't actually confirm that it's not a cover. Maybe it's a cover. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why. It could easily be a cover. The funny thing is that Rita's song is on the Target Special Edition of the I, soundtrack only. This is the, be- only. the best detail. The it's best detail. so fucking rude. To her she's literally in the movie they only give her the target exclusive plus three extra songs edition meanwhile halsey is sitting pretty on the main soundtrack i i'm trying to i'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt or i'm trying to give whoever the record label is the benefit of the doubt some there's something sort of um there's cachet to the target exclusive no like, beyonce and taylor swift had target exclusives and they were good songs. Okay. Wasn't School in Life a target, ex- a target you, exclusive? Let me read you the artists that are not on the exclusive target version. Tell me, and then and then read. Okay, so we have Zayn and Taylor, Halsey, J.R.Y., Tovlo, someone named Toulouse, John Legend, The Dream, Nick Jonas and Nicki Minaj, Asia, Kygo, Corrine Bailey Ray, remember her? Singing oh, The yeah. Scientist. Uh, Jose James, J.P. Cooper, don't know who these people are. Danny Elfman, okay. And then on the Target exclusive, you get Rita, somebody, another track by Jose James, who's on it twice now, and somebody named Little Charlie and the Nightcats. <laughs> so yes, Rita should be. <laughs> she okay, should you're be right. dissed. Come point, on. Point well taken. Also, Danny Elfman is a composer, so Danny Elfman is that's the the score. No, I understand that, but he has tracks seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, I guess that is sort of sad. I'm like sorry, she's Rita. in the movie, and yet freaking Halsey gets track two. Rita's track tw- nineteen. Um, that's really sad. At least she's the first of the three exclusives. Okay, you are not. You are. You want to make her feel better. You're splitting hairs. Well, here's what will make her feel better. Did you know that this week or last week, I forget when, Rita hit 11 million followers on Instagram. I didn't know that was a milestone. I saw because she drew drew 11 on her uh, just above her breasts. Uh, Is 11 million a milestone or just for Rita? It's a round number. Okay, so yeah, Rita posts a picture in a bra. Eleven million is written on her boob. I don't know. I just one one M. In and typical then she's Rita, <laughs> in typical Rita fashion, she does a weird thing. Um, <laughs> you know, like her uh, eyes are shut. She has glasses that 
could not possibly have lenses on them. My point is, I never understand why celebrities do like congratulatory posts for themselves about social media mile social media milestones. Because then, because then Maxim writes about it, and then people might be like, "Ooh, maybe we can advertise on Rita Ora's page. She has 11 million followers." Wait, you're so right. That's so exactly yeah. why they do it. Yeah. <laughs> you're so right. Uh-huh. Oh my God! Wow. That's why. Is that all we knew about Rita today? That's really, I, you know, that's really it. There wasn't a ton else happening with her. Yeah. February 14th is coming up. (laughs) Yeah, and and we should probably do a special episode just Just. about the Rita Ora um, song, Kiss Me, which is the first track of the three exclusive Target tracks. If it's a cover of Kiss Me by Sixpence on the Richard, I'm going to lose my mind. There's no way it's a cover of Sixpence. I have, we have no clue whether it is. God. (laughs) Um... As we know, Rita has a hard time pulling the trigger on some new music, so it would not surprise me if she just said, choose a song and I'll cover it. Um, so thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's, as always. Um, quick shout out to um, all of our wonderful listeners who downloaded the sticker pack. We've, hear, we've heard your 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 pleas. Um, the update should be live this week. It's currently processing. There are some all the stickers, good the stickers are stuff. bigger. Lindsay has seen them. The stickers are bigger. They're high res. We added a few new ones. I will add more at the end of the week, but I want you guys to start tweeting at us recommendations for things you'd like to see. And I think that's it. We will see you on Thursday for Who's There. See ya. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Yeah, yeah, they want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Hey. I want to be famous. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>